It's long been the tradition at Mercesburg Academy for the head of school to open the winter and spring terms with a formal talk in the chapel. So while I don't always start the year with a message for the community, this year it seemed particularly important to do so. The last time faculty and students were together on campus, think about this, the last time we were all together on campus, we were in the Simon Theater for our annual Irving Marshall Declamation Contest. I actually did the math, that was exactly 200 days ago. And a lot has happened since then, both at Mercesburg, but also in the larger world. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot, right? And let's be real, we're all living through consequential realities that will be heightened in the history books, uh, highlighted in the history books in the future. Quite literally, students that are decades from now will wonder what it was like to live through the year of 2020. That's us, we're in it. So I wanna draw our attention to three of the biggest realities that are facing us in the year ahead. None of this will come as a surprise to you, but I believe it is important to acknowledge these realities as we start the year so that I can provide some guidance for us on how we will navigate the complex road in front of us. First, obviously, there's the challenges of living during a global pandemic. Mr. Howes just talked about that. Second, we have the consequences of ongoing systemic racism and how it is playing out across the country. And third, there, we are also experiencing a divisive political landscape with a presidential election in November. Any one of these things in isolation would have significant implications for our program in a year. And yet all three of these things are converging at the same time. This is really heavy stuff. And in previous, more typical years, our proverbial Mercesburg bubble allowed us the luxury of perhaps, and perhaps maybe the privilege, maybe a better word, of engaging with world issues when and how we wanted. This year, we don't have that luxury. This year, we will and we must face these challenges before us together, leaning into the discomfort and the dissonance that we're all going to experience in the weeks and the months ahead. Don't worry, for those of you who know me, you know that I have a deep and relentless optimism. So while I am choosing to treat you like young adults today by acknowledging the challenges that we are facing, I also believe in our community's culture and our ability to navigate these challenges together in ways that will make us proud to reflect back on someday. Today, my hope is to lay a foundation, the beginning of a foundation for us and how we will navigate the dissonance of the reality of the liminal spaces in which we find ourselves. This will not be a perfect talk with all of the answers. In fact, I may generate more questions than solutions, but then again, in reality, it is always good questions that lead to better answers. So let's start with what I mean by liminal space. Well, liminal technically translates to threshold. A liminal space, therefore, is a transition, a transition space as you leave something behind and await the crossing of that sort of metaphorical threshold to something new. Liminal space or transition space is often transformational, almost always uncertain, and occasionally a little scary. We are living in multiple complex liminal spaces right now. And in so doing, we enter this year ahead with uncertainty and perhaps a little fear. Hear me now, and if you don't hear anything else I say today, however you are feeling in this moment is okay. We must approach this year ahead with patience, grace, understanding and kindness with ourselves and with each other. So if the reality is that how we all experience these liminal spaces will be different, 
even if we're all in the same little space together, spreading us out along some spectrum of emotion and response, then how the heck are we gonna navigate these liminal spaces together as a community? My short answer may sound simple, however, enacting it, I recognize may be more complex. So how we wanna navigate these uncertain transitional spaces that we find ourselves in this year is two things, avoiding the pitfalls of binary thinking and seeking to understand the experience of others. We all have a tendency at times to want the simplicity of binary thinking. Right versus wrong, good versus bad, yes versus no. And yet when we're faced with complex liminal spaces, we are living in the definition of uncertainty. It is not black or white. Right now, right, when we, it's not right or wrong, we are definitely living in the gray. The real challenge is that when we are living in a space of uncertainty, we tend to wanna seek things that we can control because it feels like so much around us is out of control. Our discomfort with the liminal space quite literally compels us to binary thinking, seeking ways to create clarity for ourselves in a time of uncertainty. However, the risk of binary thinking is the loss of context and our ability to adjust our thinking in response to new information or data. Complex problems require complex solutions, solutions that are not linear, not perfect, and will require evolution in order to reach the best outcome. Binary thinking also puts others into boxes and often creates and deepens divides rather than building understanding and community. Binary thinking promotes the concept of othering, isolating ourselves from people who are different from us or with whom we disagree. Binary thinking only deepens the divide rather than building understanding and common ground. Now, not only am I a relentless optimist, I also tend to the more comfortable side of living in and through the gray of liminal spaces. I know that about myself. At the same time, I wanna recognize and acknowledge that there are gonna be varying degrees of comfort or discomfort with how our own community is feeling as we open school during a global pandemic, right? Varying degrees. We will all fall on that spectrum of either feeling comfortable and confident and positive to potentially feeling overwhelmed or lonely or apprehensive. But wherever you find yourself on that spectrum, it's okay. And it might actually change from day to day. And all of that is normal. What we are experiencing because we're living through a global pandemic in a liminal space, it's normal. There's no right or wrong. There's no binary thinking when it comes to how we wanna to respond to the complex reality of living through a global pandemic. We must be open to how we are feeling and understanding that our experience might be different than that of others and that that is okay. My tendency towards optimism also challenges us to embrace the liminal space and all of its uncertainties because the best innovations and transformations only occur when we're uncomfortable because with uncertainty comes possibility. Now, one thing that I am certain of is that we will move through these complex liminal spaces. The pandemic will end. I believe that we will see real change in our efforts to end racism. And the presidential election will come to a conclusion. My biggest concern is not the journey through the transitions, but the risk that the binary thinking could deepen an already existing divide. 
In fact, to build on Rose's message from convocation yesterday, the opportunity lies within the journey itself, but only if we are open to the learning, the growth, the understanding, and the connection that can happen along the way. So I realize that by asking you to avoid the pitfalls of binary thinking and some of the clarity that comes with that, as it relates to the complex issues facing our school community this fall, for some, I may have deepened the discomfort of the liminal space that you find yourself in. So here's a few tangibles, places where I'm going to establish some binary thinking for our community that might promote the possibility of more complex understanding of the broader spectrum going forward. And I'm gonna do this in each of those three areas that I laid out that are our complex realities that we're facing, the pandemic, ongoing racism, and the presidential election. So first with the pandemic, A, really clear. The pandemic is real, right? It is happening. All of the science, all of the data behind it tells us that. And at the same time, while most of us are not at risk for life-threatening health consequences from the virus, some of us are. We at Mercersburg will work to protect those in our community who are at risk by wearing our masks, staying six feet apart from each other and increasing our hygiene habits. Our commitment to these expectations will allow us to remain open to on-campus learning and we all must be willing to do what is necessary. The second thing, wearing or not wearing a mask is not a political statement. It is about protecting our community, period. Moving on to the conversation around racism. This is going to be a, an ongoing conversation for us as a community this year. But to start, I have two points that I wanna make really clear for us. Number one, we must remove the shame of racism so that we can open an honest dialogue about the experiences of our black and brown students on our campus. No one is not racist. We must all work to understand our blind spots based on our, our experiences so that we can build an anti-racist school community together. There's no finish line here. We will work to get better every single day. The second thing is saying that Black Lives Matter is not a statement against police or white people. It is a statement of support for the ongoing racism that exists in our world. Moving on to the presidential election. We will create room at Mercersburg Academy for dialogue to seek to understand each other's views. No candidate or party is perfect. We will engage in political conversation with respect. We will not all agree in the end and that is okay, but being open to understanding the other side will help us to develop our views for the future. We will challenge, we will challenge each other and our experiences and perspectives and we must be ready for that. In closing, I wanna reiterate, I'm really excited about the year ahead. I believe that with challenge comes opportunity. I believe that our school community is uniquely positioned to lean, in, lean into the dissonance of the realities that we are facing with our core values at the center of our work. I am challenging us to face this year with an expectation that we will become a stronger community through our work together and that we will make Mercersburg even better through that struggle. And I want to end with something that I've actually already said, but think is critically important. We are living in multiple complex liminal spaces right now. And in so doing, we enter this year ahead with uncertainty and perhaps a little fear. 
Hear me now, however you are feeling in this moment is okay. We must approach this year ahead with patience, grace, understanding and kindness with ourselves and with each other. And remember, with uncertainty comes possibility. Let's embrace what is possible in 2020 and change the narrative for this year. Thank you for joining.